you're the dummy that don't believe in Hello and welcome to the Pokenomicon, a Pokemon informational podcast. I am your regional Pokemon expert, Blake Johnson. I'm your regional Pokemon item that you pick off the ground on Route 50. Is there a Route 50? Probably. Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And and does this item you pick up off the ground have a name? <laughs> uh... It's just trash. It just says trash. <laughs> I, I was saying that you didn't say your name. I didn't? Oh, no. no. That, that In the subtext of trash, it says Gabe Weber. <laughs> okay. But what, what kind of trash is this? Like, how would you identify yourself as it's trash? Like, it's like you don't... It's like when your mom picks it up and she's like, is this recyclable? And she's mm. not sure. So she just mm. throws it away. Okay. Okay. That's what I wanted to know. It's, that's a very important... <laughs> Uh, aspect to this, yeah. Um, so yeah, as I said, this uh, Pokemonomicon, even I can't say our name, so I bet you guys can't. <laughs> or maybe you guys can, maybe you're just better than us, but probably, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this week, um, I don't know if we mentioned it in the last week's episode, but we are doing abilities for Pokemon, not all of them, because that's there's like a lot of those, so we're, we're just gonna take the first chunk, I think. Plan us do A through B unless we're get through A and we're like we're at an hour and we don't want to then go another hour with B. So we'll kind of see where we're at. I thought you were gonna say unless we get to B and we're like whoa we're, we've only gone like fifteen minutes. And I was gonna be like Blake, you're a liar. There's no we're never fast. No, yeah, no. There's no way that that, that happens. If that happens, yeah, you did it the right yeah. way though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll be doing that. Um, doing another tier list style like we do with our. pokeball episode the little different format so pretty much what will happen is we're on the if you know like the tier tier maker website we have that one for the pokemon abilities so we're just gonna go alphabetically through i will name the ability give a general overview of what it does and then we will each put it in our uh tier that we will put it in so that'll be how it goes before we get into that just a few things at the top we are now sponsored by our best friend ghost rider they are (laughs) <laughs> they they've paid us money now as of now three dollars so they're just kind of our best friend so y'all other people listening if you want to get on our best friend list which i'm now gonna make a thing for our discord the best friend list uh you can do the <laughs> join, join, our, join our patreon it's three dollars a month um get access to discord and a monthly patreon pool um See, we're we're only friends with people that give us a lot of cash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's 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 hard being friends with us, but we have good friends. As in, it's like you scratch our back, we we smile and say thank you. Exactly, exactly. It's it's a great it's a great uh, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. So we will get to the episode now like formally and we'll do more stuff at the end if you really want to listen to more of stuff like that so the first ability that we're doing is adaptability so adaptability what this does is it it technically it powers up moves of the same type as the pokemon so generally what this means so there is stab which is same type attack bonus that pokemon get so if you have a water type pokemon and it uses a water type move it gains a 50 percent bonus to damage pretty basic but if it also has adaptability as its ability that 50 percent boost goes to 100 percent boost so it doubles the power instead of time zone by 1.5 just a great power ability because you're all you're already going to be using those types of moves on your pokemon and now those are even stronger so yeah uh gabe do you want to 
Do do you want to go first on? Yeah, this is an easy one. First off, jokes aside, it sounds really good. Blake, don't tell me it's not. Well, I'm I'm going to see what you say. But for me, it sounds really good. Like 100% is double 50%. That sounds cool. And it's got ability in the name. And if we're making an ability tier list, it's right. It's it's staring you right in the face. So this is an easy double S tier. Ooh. I don't even have a double S tier. I just have F through S. See, I have... You got to go double... See, because we're all... We're positive here. We have double S, S, A, B, C, and then negative. We have the double F tier. Oh. Okay. I just have S, A, B, C, D, F. I don't have E because, you know... We, we're not about that here. I was about to say I'm not about um, vowels, but I realized there is A there, so I was like, I can't really make that <laughs> a thing. Uh, it's E-H. That has a vowel in it, too. It's uh, double H. <laughs> eh. <laughs> you don't want to add for George Lopez. Sorry, <laughs> cut that. No, I clicked on it. <laughs> Hey, all six seasons on uh, Peacock. <laughs> oh, my whole list is gone to crap. <laughs> what happened? I'll fix it. I'll fix it. <laughs> oh, wait. No, it's still here. All right. Uh, okay, your turn. okay. Yeah, I have adaptability. Uh, I am putting it in. I, I, I'm debating between two tiers, but I'm going to say it's an S tier ability because it's very good. Heck yeah. Because it pretty much... So imagine you have... So you have Porygon Z here on the the front that's its example for adaptability because each of these things has an um, example for the pokemon with ability so let's say you have flamethrower well actually i don't think this is but let's say you have a fire type move that does 70 base power and you have a normal type move that has 80 base power against a grass type pokemon even though the fire type move is super effective against it, the normal type move is going to do more damage because they're both doubled. So you, so you just take the normal type attack, which is 80 to 160, where the fire type would be 7 to 140, 70 to 140. So it's a really great. It's just a great ability. Makes moves. Pokemon with these this ability tend to be very good because it allows them to. Um, be care less about resistances as well because like even if it's resisted it still does normal damage instead of like half damage so it's it does a lot really good great ability uh next up i like it (laughs) uh we have aerial eight so um aerial eight is a move i think specific to megas i believe mega salamance and mega pincer um So what it does is it causes all normal type moves used by the Pokemon to become flying type moves and they, as of now, because they used to receive a 30% power boost, but now they um, receive a 20% power boost. But so pretty much the move becomes stronger and flying type. Uh, Yeah. So you can give your rating, Gabe. Um, All right. I've taken out S tier, so I just have double S that goes into A. To make it less confusing, <laughs> this so it makes normal moves flying moves. Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. So you can't have any normal moves. Correct. Ah, uh, that's no fun. 
I'm debating about B and C, but it makes it more powerful. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Hmm. Hmm. I'll I'll say B because like, what if he's underground? What if it's a ground mega and he's like, I don't want to go fly. I'm down here in my home. I don't I don't like that it forces them to do anything. I think that they should choose their own path in life. So I'm gonna put it in the B tier. But it does make it more powerful. I I gotta. Give credit where credit's due. B tier. Okay, uh, I am going to bring it up. I, see, originally I was going to put this in S tier, but I think I was mainly going to put in S tier because Mega Salamance gets it, and it's just so good that, like, it makes Aerial 8 that good. But I think Aerial 8 is an A tier ability, I believe, because pretty much any of the abilities are like, hey, we're going to change your normal type into almost always a stab move for you because you get the 20% attack boost and then the 50% on top of that. So they kind of stack on top of each other because they're now assuming they changed it to the type that you are, which they almost always do. So you gain that bonus there and it makes... Normal type moves are usually not great because they can't hit super effectively, but it gives these Pokemon really great... And especially with Aerial 8, um, there aren't like a whole bunch of at least depending on what generation you're in, a bunch of great physical flying type moves, but this make allows you to use like return or double edge as great um, physical flying type moves that would normally be normal. So that is Aerial 8. Very interesting. Yeah. So is there, is there ever a negative in that? Like what if someone's like good against flying stuff? Uh, well, the, the idea would be that you have, um, what's it, uh, like, you're going to have other, you, you will hopefully not have only a flying type move as you're only attacking, and usually, if you only have one attacking move, it's usually because you have a bunch of support moves, so that's not really, okay. so, um, and usually, since it's changing normal type moves into it, normal type moves are usually only used on normal types, you get the same... T- type attack bonus or just if you happen to have a really strong normal type move that works well with something but um usually because you're looking for coverage moves that are going to give you super effective damage against people and since normal type attacks can't give you that usually it's only there if it just happens to be a really strong base move which is usually only found on normal types because they have that same type attack bonus they get a 50 percent boost okay it's what makes adaptability really good on normal type Pokemon because it makes those some really strong normal type moves that can't get super effective. They're doubled now, so they just become really strong baseline. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, our, the skunk one. Yeah. Uh, uh, third ability is Aftermath. So what happens is that uh, when a Pokemon with Aftermath faints due to damage from a move that makes contact specifically, the attacking Pokemon takes damage equal to one-fourth of its uh, own maximum hit points. Uh, This will not activate if a Pokemon with the Damp ability is on the field. Wait, wait, wait. uh, What was that first part again? So uh, when a Pokemon with Aftermath faints due to a contact move... Uh, there, okay. oh, the person who made the contact move, uh, loses, uh, HP equal to one fourth of the, I believe Pokemon with Aftermath's max HP. 
That sounds really cool. I, I would, I, I'm gonna put this in the double S tier because I really want there to be like some wacky thing where it's like, yeah, but if you kill me, I come back, but you still take the damage. I, I'm putting it in the S because I want it to be like a super kind of niche thing, but you could make it work really, really fun. Double S tier. Um, uh, I am. I've been back. So just so you know, where my how my tears work. F is it's a negative ability. It is it hurts you. It's it's better to not have an ability. That is what F tier is. D tier is the I. <laughs> It's better than nothing. Like, it technically does something, but it's such a little help that it's, like, it, like, is so niche that it's barely helpful. Um, C tier is, it has a niche that is at least somewhat usable, even though it's not very often. B tier is, like, it's an okay ability. A tier is, it's a good ability. S tier is, it's, like, a a game-changing ability, almost. Um, and that will, how it affects a Pokemon that has it. So I'm going to put this one in B tier. It'll technically be on the low end of B tier, I th- in my opinion, because it relies on your Pokemon getting knocked out, which, so it's, so it's something that you, that is consistent in the fact, like, you know how to activate it. It's like, if the Pokemon gets knocked out, you activate the ability, but it does have to be, uh, it does have to be a contact move specifically, um, and then also just, especially in a Nuzlocke, this is not because it's like you don't want your Pokemon fainting in Nuzlocke because then they're you can never use them again. So you effectively don't have an ability, but it can be useful if as like a sacrificial Pokemon. So that's kind of what I'm putting in the B tier because it does have its uses. And there are times where you're like, especially because if you're playing against it and you're and you're trying to defeat a Pokemon with Aftermath, you have to play around the fact that it has Aftermath as an ability. It is something you have to consider. So it's something that your opponent also has to consider. So I put it in B tier, but specifically the lower end. Uh, next up, unless you have anything you were going to say. Uh, I was going to say, you, you kind of said what each tier was for you. Uh, mine is the exact same. <laughs> All right, that's a lie. <laughs> Mostly, I'm trying to decide how I order these myself. I think it's mostly what's fun in universe and what makes the people and or Pokemon happy. Mm-hmm. We're all about happiness here at uh, the Pokenomicon. Mm-hmm. At least half of us are. Half of us worry about numbers and statistics and stuff. Yeah. Who does that? The boring stuff. Unless if, unless if we're just saying the numbers and not doing anything else with them. Now that's fun. Okay. We good? Continue. Wait. No? Oh? No. I just don't like this next... I don't like the word of this next one. Airlock? Yeah. It reminds me of the astronaut game. Oh. Yeah. (sighs) Anywho. There's there's a specific Pokemon that I'm not excited to get to because of that. I know what you're talking about. Because, Maybe we'll never do that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get Josh and Corbin on here to talk about it. And we'll just create them a, like yeah. a, a little script, and they can they can do it for us. Josh and Corbin are our friends. I feel like I was supposed to say more after that, but I just did. <laughs> they have our sister podcast. Oh yeah, our sister podcast is what's not affiliated with us no. at all. 
for better or for worse. We will not say the name. Mm-mm. Well, I can't think of the name is the reason why. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing airlock about the game that shall not be named. So what happens with uh, airlock is that with a Pokemon, when a Pokemon with airlock is in battle, all effects of weather are negated. Um, though the weather itself does not disappear. So it's effectively like any, th- the weather is technically still there. Cause if the Pokemon leaves, um, the weather continues, the effects go back into effect, but like while the Pokemon's out, there's no effects of weather except for extremely harsh sunlight, heavy rain and strong winds, which do overpower airlock, but there's only one Pokemon each with that, that could affect that. So, and those are one of the, so the Pokemon that is, wow, I'm just really spinning out of control here. <laughs> so one of the Pokemon that's like, hey, this is the airlock Pokemon, as in I think it is the only Pokemon that can have airlock now that I think about Rayquaza. it. Yeah, it's Rayquaza. Yes. Good job. So smart. I'll it. The picture the picture didn't even give it away. Uh, <laughs> um so Rayquaza is the only Pokemon that ha- can have the ability airlock. Um and it's Mega Evolution has Delta Stream, which is what causes strong winds, and then harsh sunlight and heavy rain are from um Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre, respectively. So it's only for those three, but even the Pokemon with Airlock can Mega Evolve to have the Super Airlock, and yeah. We'll all get into that more someday. Who knows when. Um, but effectively, it nullifies weather effects. Uh, yeah, I guess one thing I'll mention is that this is a very, um, like, lore or thematic ability in the fact that Rayquaza... Um, pretty much is what stops Groudon and Kyogre from fighting, who both have these like weather-based abilities. So Rayquaza comes down and is like, hey, your abilities, what if they didn't exist? And they're just gone, so it kind of like stops them and all that. So it's a very thematic ability. That's going to get a bump up from me then. So Airlock, I like, I like the name if you don't think of the astronaut game. And it, it sounds kind of cool, but it sounds just kind of boring. I was going to put it in C, but you said it was thematic, and I like thematic stuff. So I'm going to put it in B. I- I'm going to guess where you put it, though. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess this. I'm going to guess you're going to also put it in B. 25, 20% says A, but the rest says okay. B. Well, the rest was right. I am putting this in B tier as a B tier ability. Maybe, yeah. Uh, higher than Aftermath, specifically, because it is a. Ability that can be very, very useful. Um, now, granted, it's only on Rayquaza. This one is. But uh, if you just take it, it's base. So let's say it's some at some point it gets on a different Pokemon. It's great in playthroughs because there are times when weather effect can be very annoying. Like if you're if there's a lot of rain and you're fighting water-type Pokemon, they get a boost to all of their attacks, which they already have a boost to. So it can help nullify that. Um there's a lot of stuff that you can use it to play against rain-based teams or sun-based, any weather-based team. So there's a lot of, there is some utility to it, but it's, but it's niche enough that I'm going to keep it in, because it's, because an A and S tier ability is not niche at all. Like those do not have a niche. They're just good, but it's still niche because if there's no um, weather effects, there's no, no use to it at all. So yeah, that's where airlock i'd i even debated c but i thought like just it had enough 
usually because especially there are times when um, weather teams are especially in competitive are very meta like back in generation five like it was i believe it was generation five it was the weather wars is what it was called because everyone was just trying to keep their weather up that their team was based on and so it was a huge thing so there are, there are definitely times when being able to nullify weather it can be a very huge gain so yeah that's airlock uh next we move to analytic which is a very cool ability so analytic makes it so that when a pokemon with analytic uh uses a move uh, after all other Pokemon have made their moves, the power of its move is increased by 30%. So pretty much what this is saying is that when this Pokemon attacks at last, it does more damage. Hmm. That is kind of cool. It does have a good... I also do like the name because analytic, it's like they're they're analyzing their opponent so that they can strike well, so they're like taking their time. I, I like that conceptually as a name i think it was a good name for the ability yeah all right you know what i'm gonna move it up then uh cool ability name's cool i'm putting it in d because analytic is like math and we're not about math here math does not make people happy i don't want it doing calculations i want it to feel in its soul what's right (laughs) and you know what you know what if they want to analyze it that's fine I'm gonna move it up to C. Actually, if that's if that's what makes them happy, go for it. But I think the majority would rather not do math. Hmm. So that's a solid C for me. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess you're also gonna put it in C. Okay. Or B. Twenty percent B. Um, I am putting analytic low A tier. Actually, what? Because it's just like crazy. Because on now, not every Pokemon that has this ability is actually a good use. For, for example, Starmie, which is what it's like. Oh, it shows on our little thing. But it's a, this is a fast Pokemon. Fast Pokemon do not want analytic. But um, there are some Pokemon that have analytic, and it's actually it could be very good. There aren't too many Pokemon that get analytic. Uh, the best ones here are BHM, which is more of a support Pokemon, so not great, but Magnazone, which is a great one. It just has so many other great abilities, that, but like I have seen analytic Mag- Magnazones because it can just be a, an absolute powerhouse because it's a really slow Pokemon. It's already going to be moving slow, but now it's getting like a 30% attack boost from that. If it's using like an electric type move or a steel type move, it's already getting a 50% boost. If you use like... um choice specs you're then getting another 50 percent boost you can have an absolute powerhouse move so as an ability just pure and simple without like taking into consideration what pokemon it's on i think this is an a tier ability on the pokemon that we have it on i would say it's more of a b tier but i'm trying to take it away from the pokemon that they have them on which i'm only doing to the best of my ability there's going to be some um variation there that like maybe one's gonna be a little higher or a little lower but i'm gonna do the best to separate it and i think analytic would be an a tier ability because it's just it's a flat buff that you get when you move last and if you have a slow pokemon you're you could be getting that every time you attack without any real um repercussions except the fact that you have to be slow i thought speed was the name of the game here uh you're telling me that speed isn't the name of the game? Yeah, but that's why it's not an S tier. Because you do have to be slow. That's why it's not just like a game. Okay. Because um, 
because there are Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon that are going to make good use of this are going to be, like, they have to be slow, but they're going to be bulky. They're going to have high defense, high HP, stuff like that. They're going to be able to take a hit. They're going to be, like, um, what you might consider a wall breaker, a Pokemon that's not meant to, to like, sweep an enemy team, because you need to be fast to really sweep an enemy team. Yeah. But you're going to be able to, like, if there's a another uh, Pokemon that you just, like, can't... That's not really sweeping you, but it is stopping you from breaking through. Pokemon with this, like, with Analytic might be able to just punch through that wall. And that's... So it, it has a, some good uses. So while speed is very important, if you have enough defenses, if they can't break through you, so it's... So if you're going to be slow, the idea is that if you're slow, you've got to have good defenses. That's usually the idea. To be good because slow with bad defenses even if you have one of the highest attacks in the game aka rampardos you're still going to be a horrible pokemon if you don't if you have bad speed and bad defenses okay so yeah you need other stuff if you're going to have so usually a good pokemon with low speed has great defenses great support moves stuff like that okay uh next up we have anger point so what Anger Point does is that when a Pokemon with this ability is hit by a critical hit, it maximizes the physical attack stat. So it raises it by, well, technically it raises it um, two plus six stages, no matter what stage. So you could be at minus six and you will then be at plus six. Um, hmm. um, so as of generation five onward, it no longer activates if the Pokemon is hit while its substitute is up. So if it needs to actually hit the Pokemon itself. In Generation 4, if it hit a Pokemon substitute, it would still get the plus 6. It was it was a lot better then, but now it's, I guess, nerfed a little bit in the fact that you can't cheese it. Alright, this one sounds awesome, and I love it. Kind of reminds me of like, like a cross counter. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you hit me, but look at this next one, and then that's when the cool music comes in, everyone's like, whoa, mm-hmm. he's, he's powering up. Uh... Yeah, no, everything about this is amazing. Other than the word anger, we're not about that here. Maybe, like, inspiration point is kind of what we're going for. So, for for that, I'm putting it in A. A, a low a low A. Low to medium A. I think we should rename it, so like, a. Very, very anime, something like Never Count Me Out. I think that would be, ne- oh, that could be a good ability if it was that, that'd be an easy triple S. I'd make a new one for that. Okay. Except I feel like getting crit isn't, like, the best plan. But if it just, like, happens and you don't die, I don't know how much crits do. Uh, crits? So they used to do 2 times damage, now they do 1.5 times damage. Easy. You can live that, in theory. And also, um... Depends on a lot of stuff. One other thing to mention about crits, that is... So if you're ever playing, like, an Osaka or something, is that a crit will ignore defense boosts so it will so let's say even if you have you have like gone to plus six on defense if you get critted it will pretend that you don't have any of those defense boosts when it calculates its damage that's just something i thought Mm. now that's that doesn't really apply to anger point at least with the pokemon that have it but so i still a a for anger I am putting Anger Point in C tier, which is the the oh. niche abilities where that do kind of have a use, but like are niche enough not to be in B tier. Um, because this comes from the fact that you kind of mentioned when you were talking about it, you don't want to be crit. Like 
it's first of all, it's a one in sixteen chance that you will get crit, so it's not a great chance, and you tend you don't want to be getting hit in general. You prefer not to take a crit because that's can be a decent amount of damage. So it's I would say it's high C tier, but it just it's procking off of something that is both random and can't be pre- you can't predict it, and it's a bad thing. Whereas with aftermath, the reason that so they're kind of like anger. Po- Airpoint is like high C where like aftermath is low B. And the thing that kind of separates them is that aftermath can be plan. You can plan when it's going to activate. You can't print, um, do that with anger point. So you're telling me, uh, all right, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You're telling me we need an ability that can give the other Pokemon that's not yours, the ability to crit every time, just so it's consistent. So we can get anger point proccing, get some more damage out I, there. Right? Ta- yeah, there are <laughs> I will say, there are I, I think there's two moves, and there might be one or two more, that always crit. They just like always crit. Now they're they're lower power moves because they technically have a fifty percent power boost. So though if but those po- moves aren't used often because they're not really on great Pokemon to take advantage of them. Um, and usually, because they're like they're like 60 base power, which brings them to 90, and one of them is called Frost Breath. It's an ice-type move, so it has effectively it's doing 90 ice damage. But you also have Ice Beam, which is already doing 90 ice damage, with the possibility to crit and do more damage. So the problem is that they just don't really have a great reason to be used, but if they're... I think sometimes, like, maybe a Pokemon might use them in that case, Anger Point would be a great ability to have because you can predict that you're going to get it, assuming that you're ready to get hit by that attack. Yeah. So that's kind of where the, the C tier. We're, we're pretty dead on where we're putting these, Blake. Mm-hmm. We're just like... Pretty pretty neck and neck, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're... I, I, the listener's probably pretty bored because they just hear us say the same thing back to back. Like it's yeah, the like it's his new funding. Yeah, work. it's like they they hear you and you're like, okay, so now we know where Blake's gonna put his. It's like they just <laughs> skip forward like a minute and they're like, okay, now we can get to the next yeah. ability. Um, oh, speaking of the next ability, we have anticipation. So what happens um, now is that so when a Pokemon with anticipation enters battle, um, or if, when the Pokemon gains this ability, it causes the Pokemon to shudder, as it says. Uh, which happens if any opponent has a damaging move that is super effective against the Pokemon with anticipation, if they have a one-hit KO move, uh, or self-destruct or explosion. So the Shudder has no actual effect except that it um, uh, its presence of the ability message is meant to provide information about possible moves. Um, uh, actually, okay, that was in Generation 4. I should have read ahead a little bit. Self-destruct and explosion are no longer treated, um, with anticipation. Um, uh, hidden power, just so, as one, is, if, is treated as it's the effective type used by the Pokemon, and it's not treated. So if it's, if it would be super effective, hidden power, even if it's, though it's technically a normal type, um, it'll still... Uh, affect it. Uh, anything else? Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. So my Pokemon has anticipation. I put it out. He gives a little shudder. 
if the so pretty much when, so when he the, shudders, it lets you know that the other Pokemon on so the Pokemon on the enemy team has a move that is super effective against your Pokemon or is a one hit KO move. Okay, I yep, that's the part I missed. Yeah, very yeah, good. I didn't explain it too well because I didn't read ahead. Um, no, no, that, that was me. So that is I don't know the general idea of it, of what anticipation does. I'm gonna guess. Well, all right, I'm not going to guess what you're going to put it. I think this one's very fun because it's like, whoa, little knowledge. I imagine he goes out and his eyes get wide. He's like, oh, no, I'm a dead man. And then, you're, then you see that and you're like, oh, no, 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 I got you. And then somehow you make sure he doesn't or she just doesn't get absolutely clapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, A, for anticipation, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess you're going to put this one in B. Okay. I'm a, 20% A. 20% A. Okay. I've been <laughs> I'm debating between two right now. I and it's, it's not A or B then. Uh it, and it's one of it's one of the things where it's like the it's either low in this one or high in the other one. It's kind of like I'm trying to think between the two. I think since I'm trying to take out pretty much all almost all external factors, I am gonna put it low B tier below aftermath um because i think it is useful you do learn but a huge i would say for veteran players for someone like me it's actually i would say it's down in c tier um because okay pretty much someone like me already has anticipation is my ability as the player it's that's like me i kind of already like know okay what type of moves will this pokemon have and it's a lot of guessing like that so i don't really need anticipation but for newer players who don't know the ins and out of pokemon's move sets and don't kind of know what to expect this is this can be a very nice ability so like you're telling me that you have a pokemon ability effectively yeah if i if i had a pokemon ability it would be anticipation and dazzling that too, yeah, but that was a given, so I didn't even feel like I needed to bring that. Also, I'm already going to take a guess that we might only get through A. Just be- hey, whoa, 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 whoa. B, how many are in B? About uh, one less than there are in A. Oh, push. Uh, how far? How, how long? We so we started been, like... like 10 minutes. All right, it's been like 40 it's minutes. Been, well, I'd like 35, because we didn't start to like somewhere between five to seven minutes yeah, after fair. we technically started recording. <laughs> but I'm just going to take a guess that we... Just because also I don't... Today I have a little less time, because just so you know, this episode's coming out probably Monday night. This is Monday at um, five o'clock our time is when we're recording this. So... This is going out the day we're recording it, so I don't want to make it too long because I need to edit this tonight. Which also, sorry, probably not going to be the most well-edited episode because I'm just going to try to get it out. But it's also not going to be a. It's not like I'm just going to slap it out there and be like, "It's good." I'm be like, I'm still going to make sure that we cut out just all the bad things we say because we say so many of those like all the time. Okay, so just did uh, anticipation move on to the next ab- next ability which is arena trap so arena trap prevents all grounded um adjacent opponents technically but for and all real purposes all 
opponents from fleeing. Uh, this does include teleport um, or switching out uh, as long as the user is in battle. Um, so uh, starting in generation, was that six? Yeah, a ghost type Pokemon who are normally not grounded um, are now immune to arena trap. Um, uh, so pretty much, yeah, ghost Pokemon can be unaffected now. Yeah. Um, so then outside of battle, um, if a Pokemon with arena trap is in the first place in the party, even if it is fainted, the wild Pokemon encounter rate of all Pokemon is doubled. It shares this trait with illuminate and no guard more likely to encounter Pokemon. Question. Yes. Does Arena Trap affect the Pokemon with Arena Trap? No. Very good. So pretty much, yeah. Easy double S tier. Uh, we're all about traps here. We're all about being a little sneaky. We like sneakies. Sad that ghosts can get away, but that's fine. Because we don't want people switching. We just want to keep them at one Pokemon, then we want to, like, we want to get them. And then we can switch out our Pokemon, but they can. We can only have fun, not them. And and you told me it's got a little passive where when you're running around, people will attack you more, but in a good way. That's what we're all about. E double S tier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... <sighs> what would you say? If I was Blake, I'd be like, well, I'm just so good. I don't need them to change Pokemon because I, I can predict them. You're going to say, like, you're going to say... B tier. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna put in B tier. No? You're gonna put in C tier. Okay. Well twenty percent B. I say where a rain trap go. I am gonna say I'm gonna move adaptability down to A tier. Cause I'm gonna keep S tier for me specific to moves that are like build your team you can build your you're gonna build your team around this ability. It's that good. It's your entire game defining. And now I'm gonna go back to Arena Trap. Cause I was just like I, I I felt wrong. That really just didn't feel like it was supposed to be up there. It was it was gnawing at me. So I'm gonna I'm moving it down. <laughs> it's still high A tier though. Very good ability. Arena trap. A tier. It is a what? A tier ability. It's great. See, the thing that arena trap does now, I will say. Ugh. Actually I'm gonna move it down actually because I just had a new thing. I'm gonna move it down to B tier, because it's 20%. Um, Sorry. This one, and it's because because in competitive, this is an A, maybe even S tier ability. It's so good Bec um, because it's the thing with in competitive, it's all this predictions. Arena Trap can allow you to not have to predict. You see a Pokemon that, let's say there is a, um, I don't know, fire type Pokemon that is in, and you switch in your Doug Trio, for example, with Arena Trap. This Pokemon that could, it's about to be one, that so Doug Trio is very fast. Um, I will say so. This Fire type Pokemon, it suddenly it's in on this Doug Trio. It can't switch out, and it's about to be one shot by this Doug Trio's Earthquake. You just you just took that Pokemon off the field. It can't do anything to you now. So it it can be an entire Pokemon el eliminator. It prevents that Pokemon from doing really anything or it can prevent a pokemon from switching out which can allow you to know like this pokemon 
it limits their options because they have to consider the fact that what if they don't switch out? So maybe it allows you to switch out while they attempt it. There's a lot of there's a lot of extra mind games you can even play with them. Like, okay, what if they switch out again? Like, what if I if I try to switch out and predict that, then suddenly, okay, then we can do something. But what if I predict that they're going to do that? I try to switch out. They don't switch out. Suddenly they get a free thing and I didn't get to do anything. And it turned like a two-hit kill into suddenly, oh, now it's effectively a one-hit kill because I wasted a turn. There's a lot of stuff like that. You can, some mind games. But against AI, they like never switch out. So Arena Trap <laughs> is like not having an ability. It, it would be in D tier because it's like, it technically could have a f- s- very few uses, but it's the, it's just like you're never it's never gonna really be of use. So that's why I'm putting it in B tier, just because it kind of splits the difference between the two places it would otherwise be. So yeah, long description on Arena Trap and why it's where it's okay. at. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Actually, back it up. I'm confused. Now. Okay. So. You, you, your Doug trio yes. has has this. They've got a Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I mean I'm really original here. Uh, if you switch, mm-hmm. can they s- anticipate that you are going to switch, and they also switch mm-hmm. too? Give me one second. I need to quick look one thing up just for a quick thing. Trio. Is that what they say? Um. Trio. Uh, I'm just trying to look up because I think there's something to do with speed with which Pokemon works. Okay, yeah. Come back in. So, so if yeah, let's say the Pokemon predicts that you're going to switch out. The Pokemon with the higher speed switches out first. So if the Pokemon, so usually with, especially with most of the Arena Trap Pokemon, you you want to be faster than your opposing Pokemon because you switch and you trap them and then you kill them or defeat them, not kill. Um, so, but if Dugtrio, since you're going to be faster, Dugtrio switches out first, which now Dugtrio is nev- no longer on the field, allowing the other Pokemon that if they predicted a switch, they're now able to switch out because they're not on the field. Okay. But let's say it was the other case around. Let's say you're actually faster than the Pokemon with Arena Trap. You cannot switch out because, except through, there's a few moves that would allow you to technically switch out because it's a part of the move, but I won't get into that really. But let's say, like, you're faster than the Pokemon. You can't switch out because even if you attempted to switch out and they were going to switch out, you, you there, there's no way they're not on the field when you attempt to switch out. So yeah. that's the con. Okay. Yeah. So would it not even give you the ability to switch? Well, you, It'd just be you like- would attempt, I think in 
like smo like in like the smogon i don't think it will because it's like you physically can't so i don't think it'll allow you um but like in the games if you're playing like on like a ds or on the switch you, you will attempt to switch out and then it'll just say you can't switch out and you i think you waste your turn i believe okay Okay, so now we can move on. That's that's a lot of mind games. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a few. Uh, there's a few abilities and moves and stuff that really can do some crazy stuff with um uh with mind games. Like, well, I I will I'll just give this little story here since we'll have a little extra time since we're not going through the bees. Um, so there was a strategy someone used in double battles in Pokemon where they would use Shedinja, which is the Pokemon with one HP but can only be hit by super effective moves and damage and stuff like different damage like that so <laughs> what they would do is they have this move called ally switch where they can switch places where they are so on the field so like let's say you were targeting the shedinja's partner well shedinja uses ally switch so now you target the shedinja so there's mind games on are they going to use ally switch so when i which slot should i target and there's crazy <laughs> mind games like that, which I love. Like, it's such a, like, it's it's big brain to be able to do it. And you every choice you make is like, okay, I because you have to predict whether or not they think you're going to predict. And there's so much prediction, like, levels of, like, okay, which one do I target? Cause are they going to use it? But what if they don't use it? And then, because if they don't use it and I predict that they are, then suddenly I'm I'm hitting the bad choice and so I'm doing nothing. There's so much crazy stuff that goes on. But now, going to Aroma Veil, our next ability. Yeah, my uh, mind is fried. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. <laughs> I couldn't go, I couldn't play something like that, that. At least that level, that's too much for me, but I love thinking about people who can. But um, so what Aroma Veil does is it prevents uh, Pokemon with this ability and its al and its allies on the field. So if it's like a double or triple battle, all your allies get this effect too, uh, from being afflicted by uh, moves that would um, l- uh, limit its ability to use moves, such as Taunt, Torment, Encore, Disable, Cursed Body, Cursed Body, Heal, Block, and Infatuation. So anything that could say, oh, you can't use the same move twice in a row. You can't mo- use support moves. You can't. You have to use the same move over and over. Just there's a bunch of different abilities like that, or say you can't use this bu- this move anymore. There's a bunch of different things that can do that. None of you and all of your teammates are unaffected by that. If huh, that sounds kind of good, because I know once I was fighting some, I don't know for some reason I thought it was a cat, some sort of cat. Anyways, this is unimportant. But I, like, shielded up or, like, increased my defense. And they're like, hey, what if you only use that move? And I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm, that, so then I just kept doing that one. I was like, what? Can't do that. That would be Encore, <laughs> which is an, oh, an insanely yeah, yeah, yeah. good move for Nuzlocks. Because you can predict. It's a lot easier to. Because you can predict moves. They're not going to predict around you using Encore. So you can predict around that. Bring in a fast Pokemon with Encore. Just keep you have them keep using that move while you set up. There's a bunch of crazy stuff that Encore can make games like a, even the hardest games a breeze because it's just so. Huh. So aroma veil. So that means that this Pokemon kind of smells. <laughs> yeah, it has like a flowery smell. Flowery smell. Ooh, I was going to put in D, but now I might go A. A for Aroma Veil. 
See, this is a funny joke because they're all A's. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I only got that after I put it like airlock. Oh my I god. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somewhat of an intellectual, what can I say? Uh, I, I like being able to actually choose my moves. And it smells nice. So I'm, I'm going to put it in the A. Also, what Pokemon is that? It looks like a rat that kind of is like way too much hair on it. Uh, that is Aromatisse, which is like based around... What is Aromatisse based on? It's something. It's a fairy type, and it's like based on like incense and weird stuff like that. And like, because it evolves from Spritzy. It's about... Sm- it's all, They're all about smells. They're weird. Huh. So yeah, A... Aromavale. I'm gonna guess. Hmm. I'm always like, it's gonna be a B tier. I'm gonna guess it's either A or 20% C. I'm mixing it up. Well, 20% C is right. Um, you are one fifth right, Gabe. Um, Heck yeah. I'm putting it high C tier because it does like. Because really the problem is that, like, only Taunt and Encore are the real ones you're going to have to look out for. It's not every time you're going to have it, an opponent have it, and even then, are they even going to use it on you specifically? There's a lot of, like, niche things there. And, like, it has its uses, so it's in C tier. Like, there are times you're going to use it. But it's just, like, it's, it's too niche to really be of great use to you as pokemon that was a quick one yeah it was i was usually we take like 50 minutes on these things uh let me let me think of something else to talk about with this thing okay no i'm done actually let's go to the next one (laughs) okay uh next up is as one which as one is um the combination uh so first there's a pokemon called uh <laughs> i believe it's it's Cal- calyrex which was introduced in the crown tundra which you can fuse it with different ho- two different horses and it's like oh i'm the ice rider i'm the shadow rider depending which one you combine it with and it just combines the two pokemon's abilities that's what as one does so calyrex has the ability on nerve while uh it's two other the horses have um either chilling nay or grim nay what they do is like they either increase its physical attack whenever they defeat a Pokemon or um, a, its special attack, depending on which one. So in general, pretty much other people can't eat berries, and whenever you defeat a Pokemon, you're increasing one of your attack stats. Kind of depends on the one. That's the idea of what it does. So it just so it's only for these special Pokemon. It there's does this? one. There's technically two poke. It's one, two forms of one Pokemon. Whoa. So it's so is is there any negative? It just sounds like two abilities in one. Correct. That is correct. This just sounds good, but it's for just one Pokemon or two. That's kind of weird. It's it's one Pokemon with two forms. One Pokemon with two forms. That just seems just better. 
then that just and it's like you're coming together you're being one body mm-hmm. and like a not literal way like a metaphorical way that's like that's good and it, i don't see a negative in this so i'll put it in a for as one i'm gonna guess part, part of, all right are you doing this as in this is good for all pokemon in the game or this is good for if you just look at the ability itself is that what you're yeah, doing i'm looking at it i'm separating it from the pokemon it's on and looking at it as its own so like if there's any so just when you think of the ability because there comes a lot of like really good abilities that are on like really bad pokemon and i'm like i don't really want to say like oh this is a bad ability like i want to say like how good this ability is on its own maybe someday i'll do like we'll do it again but i'm like basing it on the pokemon that have it but like for now i'm basing it on just as its own not basing it on the pokemon that have it i'm gonna guess you gotta put it in a i'll say 20% 20% S. Well, no, because you said S is you build a team around it. 20% B, then. Okay. It is A tier. Um, it's just not really even based on the, like, pretty much. So the the thing that matters is the, the nay ability that it combines with. The one that's like, oh, when you defeat a Pokemon, you get a stat boost. That's just really good. Like, because it, it allows for for great sweeping potential is what it does. So it's just a great ability. Like, a move that allows you to defeat a Pokemon and get a stat boost is just going to be pretty dang good. It's It has great use. So that is uh, as one. So we have one more A-tier move. No, it's it's an A ability. Uh, I get it. Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Um, so smart. I'm talking about me. You're fine. <laughs> I'm just an idiot. Oh, thanks. Uh, the final ability we have is Aura Break. So, what Aura Break does is it inverts the effects of Fairy Aura and Dark Aura. Those are two abilities. So, instead of um, increasing the power of Fairy or Dark type moves, respectively, um, it would uh, decrease the move of those moves instead. Um, so, outside of battle, um, Zygards, specifically with this ability, can be separated, whereas Zygards with their other ability cannot be separated. So that's pretty much what it means. If someone had this and they were fighting me, mm-hmm. and I and I didn't know, because I wouldn't know that it had this, I'd be like, I'm going to buff myself, and I'd nerf myself. I'd be sad. So if you're fighting an incompetent human being... I feel like this would be pretty good. Or even the computer, who's slightly more competent. But I feel like in high-level play, it probably won't be good. I'm talking too much in, in your field here. <laughs> uh, aura Break, uh, we like to keep things intact here. We like to keep... Because I feel like their aura is what they're about. And if you break that, it makes them sad. But them sad isn't really what we're worried about. We're worried about us being sad. So, and we're not sad doing this. So this is a B tier. Someone is sad, but we are not. Thus, it is a little more acceptable. And it sounds pretty cool. B for break. Okay. I'm, oh, sorry. Uh, you're going to put this... You're going to put this in C. 20% B. Wait, no. 20% D. I haven't, I haven't moved to D yet. 
Yeah, I'm really thinking hard because I'm, I'm trying to think of exactly. I. Because this is hard. I'm like trying to think of where I put things in general. And I'm debating between two and it kind of. It's between C and D. So you got it like on the money, Gabe. Like where. Maybe. And the reason I'll just start talking through it. Maybe I'll get. So the reason is uh, or break prevents the ability, like reverses the abilities. Um. Fairy Aura and Dark Aura. One Pokemon each have those abilities. So there's really only two Pokemon in the oh. entire game that this ability even affects. Like, otherwise... Oh, that makes me sad. No ability. So, like, I think I'm going to put it in D tier just because it's so, so rare that it's going to affect. And even in the case of Fairy Aura... Like, okay, instead of them boosting their fairy-type attacks, they're, they're weakening it. You're still weak to fairy-type attacks, so it's still going to do a buff against a fairy-type one. so it's already getting a buff from it being fairy, so it kind of neutralizes that a little bit. And then it's super effective on top of that. So you're still, you still don't want to take that hit, and you're not going to do much in return. And the other one is still, like, I guess a little better, but it's still... It's, so, it's such a niche ability that I think it has to be a D-tier. So yeah, that is our ranking of the A's. We're one twenty sixth of the way through. Well, technically, probably a little more because like Z. How many Z's are there? One. There's no Y. So like, we're. I don't know how far we are through this, but we're we're a little ways through. So maybe every once in a while we'll probably come back and then like next time we'll do B's and maybe even C's. Unless how many C's are there? Uh, actually, there's a lot of C's, I think. Oh, yeah, there's, like, a D, there's more C's than B's. C's will be its own episode, or we'll have a really long B and C episode, like, three hours. Who knows? Probably not that. We'll probably do one. That'd be kind of fun. That might be, well. Maybe it's, if, if Ghost Rider, if, like, as a Patreon episode, you want that, <laughs> if you want to do, like, a three-hour one, we'll do that. Otherwise, I think we'll probably split it into two. Um... Yeah, so I'm trying to think of. Do you have anything? We're calling on all of our donors, Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you wanna, so yeah, as I said, you can go to our Patreon, which I will link in the description of this episode if you want to support us. And I don't feel pressured. We don't really care if you do or do not. Um, we'd like. Well, I guess I care if you do because I would like it if you do. But I, I'm. It's not like I. You're fine if you don't. That's all. Um. Uh, so our intro and outro music is You're the Dummy off of Derek Clegg's album Solar. You can check out his Bandcamp, which I will also, again, have a link in the description for that. Uh, if you want to email us an episode on non-Patreon weeks, uh, you can email us at thepokonomicon at gmail.com. Again, that will be in the description if you need that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, I guess, uh, rate and review us on wherever you find us. You can do that. That's fun. Tell uh, tell people about us. Like tell your friends, family, coworkers, acquaintances, strangers, all of them. Um, T- tell your mom about it and say that you're in a cult. Yeah, that would be a good idea. I would say to <laughs> definitely do that. That's what I do every day. Um, so yeah, do that. That'll help us spread, get more listeners, let us grow, blah, 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 blah. All that good stuff that you've probably heard a thousand <laughs> times from other people. You know what we're going to say, so as long as I give you the thought and concepts, you get what I'm saying. You know what we should do? We should just record other podcasts that have said that <laughs> and just put it here. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that'd be legal I don't know either. or allowed. Hey, 
That might be frowned upon. We're already doing what, money laundering, right? I think we're doing that. Oh, so yeah. we're fought, like, this is a step down, yeah, really. honestly. So it's like, we're really doing, we're doing better than we were before. So we're being better people. So if you think about it. But yeah, I think that's it. Uh, well, I guess next week we have our Patreon episode. We'll be going up for this month. Because I think we'll try to do once a month, I think is the current plan. And it will we'll be on uh, the Vulpixes specifically in the Alolan ones, but we'll also do the normal ones because that's just how we do, but specifically more in the, because Alolan Vulpix was chosen. So we're doing that line as next week's. So I was going to say, so it is a Patreon episode, but everyone can listen to it, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much the subject was chosen by our singular Patreon and sponsor Ghost Rider. Um, Check, check them out. I don't know any... I, I know that they play Smash. And here's... I'm pretending to hold up a little picture of our Ghost Rider best I, friend. We'll tell you his mains. Okay. We'll tell... That's... Uh, let's find him here. Uh, he loves Little Mac. Mm-hmm. He really likes... Actually, he only plays Little Mac. I don't... I don't think that's true. All right, that's not true. He hates uh, Little Mac. He, I know he does. He's been playing Kirby and Puff, the Puff, the Jiggles, recently. Ah, yes, the Puff. A Toon Link. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Roy Falco as well. Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah, because that's we were talking to best friend Ghost Rider in our Discord. So that's one thing you can come and chill and talk with us. Um, we can build ourselves a little community cult, and that would be really fun. But yeah, I think we can learn money laundering together, guys. <gasps> that would be so great. Oh, guys. Money laundering 101. <gasps> oh, we could start a class. <gasps> we would have to learn how to do it first. <sighs> but hey. But like we were already planning on learning it, so it's like we're not going yeah. out of our way to do it. So but Yeah, so I think that's it for, so for, for that episode. I think that's So yeah, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Hopefully. Go catch a Pokemon. You're the dummy that don't believe in science. You're the dummy that don't.